You're listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Monsters by Relia on AO3. Chapter 5 October 21st, 2004 You should call him, Ecluse said. I'm not going to call him, Olivia answered firmly. It was late and the case had wrapped and she was home and lying on her sofa with a cardboard container of low mane balanced on her belly. One of the late night guys was cracking shitty jokes on the TV, a little noise to keep her company and Ecluse was lying on the floor beside her, his head close to hers. From the moment she'd been born, Ecluse had been her constant companion, for years her only friend, her only confidant. The keeper of her secrets, the one, the only one, who had not left her, who would not ever leave her. That's what demons were for, to comfort, to guide, to make sure that no one, no one was ever truly alone. When she was a teenager, afraid of her mother, afraid of the other girls at school, with no one to talk to and no one she'd want to talk to anyway, she'd fallen asleep every night with a clouse wrapped around her, keeping her warm, keeping her safe. When her mother grew angry, unpredictable, uncontrolled, a clouse was there, putting himself between Olivia and danger. Friends came and went, Lovers faded in and out, and Ecluse remained, the only one who knew her, the only one who mattered. She left him, Olivia, Ecluse said. Yes, Olivia agreed. Yes, she did, and he didn't tell us. He clearly didn't want us to know, and it's not any of our business anyway. Kathy had left Elliot, and he hadn't said a fucking word about it had just grown more and more sullen until he finally snapped and lost his cool and the truth came spilling out. It wasn't even Elliot who told her in the end. It was a fucking lawyer. Blindsiding Olivia with the news right there in Cragen's office. And there was nothing she could do, nothing she could say, nothing left but to keep her mouth shut and pretend that she hadn't just felt the pillars of the earth tremble beneath her feet. It wasn't like she knew everything that went on in Elliot's private life. Obviously, obviously she didn't or she wouldn't have been so shocked, so devastated for him when she learned that Kathy had left. It was just that she knew him. She knew Elliot. Knew him better than she'd ever known any other man. And she knew what his family meant to him. That was what it all came down to in the end. Family. Capital F. Family a holy, sacred thing Olivia had never had for herself, a blessing Elliot had cherished. Mom and dad and kids in a house with a yard, making it all work, loving each other, promising never to leave. Something Olivia had never had, something she'd always wanted, something she'd fight every day to protect because she knew what it was to go without and she wouldn't wish that fate on anyone else. Elliot's family, his people, his pack, if she wanted to get wolfish about it, 
which she figured she might as well, all things considered. The ones he loved, the ones he protected, cherished. The ones he'd give his life for. The ones he belonged to, as Olivia had never belonged to anyone. Family meant everything to him. Who was he, cast out, adrift, without the woman he loved, the woman he'd made a life with? What would be left of him? if at the end of the day he went back to an apartment without his children in it. How much must his heart be hurting now, and why the fuck hadn't he told her about it? You know why, Acluse said as if he'd read her very thoughts, which he might as well have done. She didn't need to speak for him to understand her, and he was right anyway. She did know why. Deep down, she knew. Elliot worried she'd think he was a failure if she knew he hadn't been able to salvage his marriage. He worried he'd run her off, same as he'd done to Kathy. He couldn't let himself be vulnerable, couldn't let anyone, not even her, see him when he was weak, especially not her. Not her, because they had given too much of themselves to one another already. And if he came to her now, seeking comfort, seeking shelter, there was no telling what would become of them. From the moment they met, she'd felt it, that pull towards him, like a hook had caught her just behind the navel, caught her like a fish on a line, reeling her in, slowly, slowly towards him, and nothing she could do about it but let it take her. When he smiled at her, she felt like she'd swallowed the sun itself and carried it in her belly, warming her from the inside out. When they marched shoulder to shoulder into danger, she felt invincible, so long as he was with her. She told him things, things she'd never told anyone but a cluse, and knew he'd keep her secret safe. And he must have felt it too, she thought. Must have, because that first year they'd worked together, every time she turned around he was there, just there. So close she could feel his breath on the back of her neck, his hand settling on her shoulder, her elbow, the small of her back, her own reaching for him just as often, and they'd never talked about it, never said a word. But after Kathy came to the station that day, they'd withdrawn from each other, his hands no longer reaching for her, nor hers for him, though it pained her sometimes to hold back. He wasn't hers to touch, and he must have remembered that she wasn't his, either. But the want remained. And now this. Now Kathy was gone, the reason for their reserve no longer holding them back. And still, he hadn't told her. Hadn't shared with her. Hadn't let his hand rest on her shoulder again. She knew that, too. You know he's unhappy, Acluse said seriously. Yes, she did. She imagined it for a moment. Elliot across town in some shabby apartment. He'd moved out and probably left all the furniture behind. Had he even taken the time to buy himself a sofa? Or did he just have a mattress lying on the floor, a carton of takeout on his belly, just like Olivia had now? The thought was a miserable one. He was the one who was supposed to have a home. He was the one who was supposed to do this thing right. He wasn't the one who was supposed to ache. I can't call him, she answered. I can't. He's got to deal with this himself. He doesn't want me in the middle of it. You know that's not true. 
Yeah, Olivia knew that too. She still didn't call. March 28, 2006. You should call her, Alina said. I'm not going to fucking call her, Elliot grumbled. It was Liv who'd chosen to leave. After Gatano, after he told her he couldn't stand to lose her, that she was the last good thing left in his life, that their partnership meant everything to him. She had walked into Cragen's office and asked for a transfer, and never even consulted Elliot about it. Jesus, she knew what it would do to him, her walking out. She ought to know better than anybody, considering how many times she'd been left behind herself. But she'd done it, just the same. Just walked, and left him and Alina all alone. And that shit stung, almost as bad as Kathy leaving. Just as bad, maybe. Worse, maybe, because he'd known Kathy was going, had seen the writing on the wall, and hadn't changed, hadn't tried to make amends. Shit started to go bad the day Kathy first saw a cluse, and he knew it. He'd known her leaving was coming, watched it happen like watching the rain roll in off the ocean. Inevitable. But live? Jesus, he hadn't seen that coming. Blindsided him, that's what she'd done. That woman he knew so well, knew better than anyone else on God's green earth except for maybe Kathy, she'd still managed to surprise him because he'd thought they were solid, thought they were of one mind, except now she'd proved him wrong, because she'd left. You know why she left, Alina said patiently. She was curled up on the other end of the sofa, looking for all the world like some kind of overgrown lapdog, her tail flicking lazily as she watched him, watched him sit with his back straight and his legs stretched out in front of him, refusing to look at her. Yeah, he knew why she left, knew it deep down, knew it without the need for words because he'd looked into her face that day in the warehouse and he'd seen it, seen her holding her gun, her finger on a trigger she was never going to pull, his own heart in her eyes. For years now, they'd been fighting it, shrugging off the comments about how close their demons were, keeping their hands in their pockets, trying to pretend they were just partners, just friends, and nothing more. Like it didn't have to mean anything, their souls being the same shape. That day in the warehouse, they couldn't hide from it, either of them. And he'd tried to tell her in the hospital, tried to tell her he'd do better for her sake, because he couldn't love her and he couldn't lose her. And he'd thought she'd understood, thought she'd agreed. Only she hadn't. She'd left him. She'd left anyway. And he was hurt and pissed, and hurt. There was no point in lying to Alina. She knew what he felt, because she felt it too. I do, he said grimly. I know. I know why. So call her, Alina said. That was the thing about demons, about the soul made flesh. Every word she said was a word he'd thought. She was him, as much as he was himself his heart sitting on the end of the sofa and talking to him. And she was right. She was right. He wanted to call Olivia, wanted to run to her, wanted to demand an accounting from her, wanted to fucking touch her the way Alina was always touching a cluse, 
wanted to protect her, the way Alina had always protected her, every time some perp got too close. He couldn't love Olivia because he was married, but he wasn't married anymore. He couldn't love Olivia because she was his partner, but she wasn't his partner anymore. All those obstacles had melted away, and all that was left was his want. But Olivia had walked away, and whatever his heart wanted, his pride and his hurt wouldn't let him reach for it. Olivia had decided what she wanted the day she left, and he wasn't going to and he wasn't going to go begging, even if he wanted to. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.